0: I mean, we're witches, (laughs) basically. Welcome witches, it's Leah Knauer and Rachel LaForest and we are your basic witches in the dragon's den this episode. We're going to a different realm with a pro-witch Theodora Longordo.
1: Longardium Leviosa! Also known as Witch Tastica <laughs> and the Dragon Witch and we got to hear all about the other world and the dragons in it.
0: Yes, dragon magic is so cool, she is so cool, We learn about bibliomancy, which Mm. I did not even know that word until today. I'm a little
1: tipsy. It's a fun episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and it felt really good. I hope it feels good listening. But before we dive into that, as usual, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at Basic Witches. And TikTok
0: at Basic Witches. That's right. That's yep. right. That's right. TikTok. <laughs> and we also have merch. We have crop tops and bags and stickers and mm-hmm. candles. Mm-hmm. And all, hats. all kinds of good shit. So go to the link in our bio on our Instagram or go to LeahKanauer.com slash basic witches merch. And you can also join my manifestation course. Bada bing bada boom. Let's step in the room with Teddy Longordo. <sighs> And speaking of Game of Thrones, we're with Circe, the dragon witch herself. Yes. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey, Teddy. <gasps> Love your necklace. I knew you Thank would you. come wearing some dragon Something. piece.
2: Always. I need one a little bit smaller. This is a little too much of a statement piece for beach wear, but
0: <laughs>
1: oh, <laughs> <too good anyway. laughs> it's heavy. It's like a huge dra- metal dragon on her chest. <laughs> and I'm going to partake in the dragon a little oh, bit. Yeah. dragon's breath of marijuana
0: (laughs) (laughs) inhale (laughs) yeah but for real
2: I'm all the way over in North Carolina that stuff is not even remotely okay here yet
1: really Mm -hmm. damn it feels like it's it's so close to just being nationwide legal that I forget sometimes I know I do too. whole states don't have it it's sad it is sad (laughs) (laughs) one day soon
2: hopefully
0: yes so you're in North Carolina but you you mostly travel by van right you live in a van
2: yes uh for the past well not right this moment for the past year and a half I have been in a van um let me give you a quick synopsis
1: yes (laughs) please I've been waiting to hear this
2: (laughs) the past nine years basically um left North Carolina when I was 30 or 20 I was born and raised close in, enough, <laughs> close enough. 10 years, whatever born and raised in Wilmington, North Carolina, um, left here, moved to Los Angeles with a backpack, sold my house, sold my car, quit my job, like with no notice. <laughs> if you guys are listening, I'm sorry. It was worth it.
0: <laughs> and
2: They're over it. Los- I know that. I hope so. <laughs> and moved to Venice, uh, Navy street in Venice, Right beside Davy Jones Liquor Locker. I'm not sure if you guys know where that is. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Moved there. um, Traveled with my wife. uh, We've been married eight years now. Traveled, um, gosh, by bicycle up and down the California coast for a year. And uh, came to the East Coast. Traveled bicycle on the East Coast. Moved to Maui for a year. Mm -hmm. Um, Finally thought, enough of that. Let's do a new thing. (laughs) Came back here bought the van and um for the past year and a half we've been Key West mm. we've been North Dakota South Dakota basically all over the United States except the Northeast we avoided um <laughs> <laughs> why uh just a little cold just a little yeah. Cold.
0: Yeah. yeah yeah I feel that I'm from the Northeast so I was like I get it <laughs> <laughs> yeah what part I know Philadelphia
2: nice I like yeah. we went through there on the bicycles Oh, oh, nice. My gosh. Yeah. Wow. So you've
1: seen most of the country. Most of it. Yeah. Most of so it. So um, how, how did the van come about? I really want to dig into the van stuff because honestly, I've been considering van life. So.
2: Oh, awesome. It, um, it started the same way. Everything else in my life seems to start with just like a blog post or something <laughs> like <laughs> that I pass. And I'm like, oh, that looks like fun. Let's do that and um we literally put a picture of a ford transit like up on the wall and this is actually a really fun thing about manifestation so and being super clear on Mm -hmm. your manifestation right so we put up a picture of the van on the wall and we were living in maui and i was working as a bartender and food runner at morimoto um, in maui at the time so buying a van was not like financially really an option so we're like okay we need like 25 grand um, universe make it happen mm-hmm. well a week later my wife got hit by a car on her bicycle oh, oh god <laughs> and she's fine i mean she's fine now but it was a pretty intense um, accident but we ended up getting the money for the van from the insurance
0: oh my god a week later <laughs> oh hey, wow that's why they so, say be careful what you wish for be super
2: careful <laughs> about your manifestations yeah. which is super careful <laughs> yeah. so now we're like really clear about how money comes to us yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> always yeah. safely. <laughs> but, um, we ended up by, we came back to North Carolina cause that's where our IDs have always been. And mm. you know, all that technical stuff. So bought the van in North Carolina, um, traveled, started our travels with literally with bare bones, like Priscilla, the van, oh, <laughs> Priscilla, Priscilla queen of the desert is her full name. <laughs> I love her. She, she's a great van. She's been fantastic. She, uh, we bought her with like 11,000 miles on her pretty brand new. No, but like nothing in her at all. I have no carpentry skills. My wife has no carpentry skills. So we went to a friend's house where he built us a bed frame that, uh, was incredible. It was perfect. We had this like beautiful bed that ended up being basically the entirety of the van. (laughs) And like, we never did insulation. We never did paneling or anything. It was literally a bed and boxes and as minimalist as you can possibly get. Um, but we had solar. So solar Mm. is like the ticket getting, (gasps) like getting a solar so you can charge your phone, charge your laptop, Mm. um, is more important to me than anything else because we spent a lot of time on public land and in, um, campgrounds and stuff. So like the bathroom thing wasn't an issue, Okay. but solar, solar in the van. Um, Gosh, I know band hits. I haven't actually talked about the man in a while.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know. Ask me specifics. Well, solar, I didn't even think of that's so smart. So do you, um, attach it to the roof? We did not. Um,
2: we, so we have a goal zero, um, goal zero is like incredible. Um, the only downside is they're kind of like Apple. So they're only compatible with themselves, but, um, the solar panels, you can for like 1200 bucks, you can get the entire setup that charges like basic stuff you're not going to run a fridge but you're going to get like most of your stuff charged and you take the panels and you just open them up facing the sun like wherever you're at because we were in areas where there was hail and we don't want hail damage
1: oh wow so so smart (laughs) Were, were you already like
0: a spiritual person before you like adopted van life or did that awaken you
2: no, I was always super spiritual. Like okay. as, a, from a, as a kid, like my, <laughs> yeah, my sister got me my first spell book when I was nine.
1: Oh, that's so
2: cool. <laughs>
0: yeah. got a head yeah, start.
2: I did. I did. It was, yes. I still, my mom still has it actually. Um, Cute. it was really, it was awesome. I started building my little altars when I was nine.
0: Oh my you gosh. How, say, how did you know? Like, I don't know. How did that all come about? It was just like those basic books were out at the time. So it said like what you need for your
2: altar. And I got like a steak knife out of the kitchen. <laughs> you know, that works. Yeah. yeah. And, like, we, I was living, um, my dad was living in Random in North Carolina. So there was natural quartz occurring there. And oh, there was cool. actually a construction site across the street. And uh, I found my first quartz. It was like this wow. big. Cool. That's awesome. Like the
1: size of like playing cards. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Exactly. So. Oh yeah. They can't see me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So. I don't know. I just started like super early, and of course I went through those weird teenage years where you're like everything sucks. I don't believe in anything, and I like. Don't you mean
1: late (laughs) twenties? Like
2: your late (laughs) twenties years, adulting. (laughs) I know, right. Uh, totally, like lost my identity and lost my dragons. Like I'd always had them with mm. me as a kid, and in my teenage years, I stopped astral projecting. I stopped connecting with them. Yeah. So, so that's... when, yeah, I mean, oh, wait, yeah, finish that first. <laughs> but when I got into my twenties and into the van life and back into all that's all that uh, bicycling around the coast and being outside, that's when
0: I found my dragons again. In the past, oh. like I want to get into that. What does that mean to be a dragon witch? Okay, so what that means is the same
2: thing we'll give it like a broad the same thing as like a kitchen witch does all of her magic in the kitchen right um I use dragons as the basis of all of the magic I do mm. um, fairy witches it's the same kind of thing so dragons so dragons live in a place called the other world and they live in a realm that actually is right beside the realm of the fae fairy Mm, mm -hmm. so it's the exact same thing as working with the fairy in the sense of the astral realm but I draw all of my power from the dragons all of their manifestation power Mm. um it's I mean incredible is like not even the word
1: Uh Um, I just have to make a correction from earlier. Then you're more of a Daenerys than a Cersei. Cause yes. I don't think Leah's seen Game of it. It. I don't know.
0: <laughs>
1: Daenerys like is the dragon witch. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so you can't, you can't deny Cersei though. She is pretty intense. She is, yeah. She's intense. <laughs> um, so what does that look like in this world? Like how do you tap into the other world?
2: So the other world, um, I teach astral projection and dragon magic, um, and manifestation. So dragon magic, the really cool thing about that is you don't have to astral project to work with them. Um, because the other world and the astral realm parallels this reality, you can just tap into their energy by calling them to you. And they know you're there. Like for instance, um, this morning when I like started typing my, like, Uh, The work for the dragon course this morning, like I was doing the next day stuff and I look out the window and as soon as I start doing my stuff, I have like four dragonflies on my wall on my glass door and which are just little messengers. They're little earthly messengers from the dragon realm
1: dragonflies are okay yeah (laughs) literally yesterday I had I thought it was a dragonfly but it was it's this um I'm not going to say new beetle but for southern California they started appearing a couple years ago but they're very very beautiful and they look kind of like a dragonfly um but they're fat beetles that are like iridescent rainbow
0: Mm.
1: and it hovered outside my screen door and I was like it caught my attention I knew it was a sign of something so this is crazy that like That was two days ago, and now we're talking to you. So, what are dragonflies uh, a message of? Uh, Just the other realm in general. Just
2: that they are with you. They are paralleling Mm. you. Mm -hmm. Um, They, yeah, and especially that rainbow beetle. I'm sure. I'm sure that's something. I'll need to look that up. Yeah, please. I'll even (sighs) look it up. I'm really interested in that. But yeah, just um, ladybugs, dragonflies, all of those little beautiful insects that you feel very drawn to Mm -hmm. are little messengers from the fairy and dragon and other world realms. Mm. And um, solar flares like on your cameras, you know, when you take pictures, those lens flares, Mm -hmm. um, not always, but in certain areas where they're really different or really prominent can also be signs that they're with you too.
1: Whoa. Okay. So you said you, you call them forward. What is that? How do you teach that? How do you, how does one call them forward?
2: That's actually, I just, um, July 1st launched a five month dragon apprenticeship program. So cool. it's really fun. And it's actually, uh, I'm doing it through a Facebook group. So it's super easy. All the lives are like going to be available forever for eternity, no matter how many rounds we end up doing, which is hopefully a lot, but how I teach it is you start the, you start your magic with the dragons by doing a dragon guardian summoning ritual, Ooh, um, which that I have. Sounds cool, <laughs> It's incredible. I have, and it's free to anybody who wants it. Uh-huh. Um, because I actually, if anybody's interested in the dragon apprenticeship course, I give it to them to see if they have a dragon in their field that wants to work with them. That's Whoa. so cool. <laughs> yeah. You guys should do it. It's really Yeah. Incredible. I need to. <laughs> <laughs> like every time I call mine in, like it drives my dog nuts and oh. like she never barks like ever, but is this soon- like a
0: meditation that you're doing? It's a little meditation. Okay. Um, it's a and ritual. it's also,
2: it's a ritual and it's, and just to be super clear too, it's, it's called dragon magic and I'm a dragon witch, but it's open to anybody of any religion. Mm. Um, it's not, it is a ritual, but it's, we're not calling in any forces that would conflict with anybody's religion.
1: Okay.
2: Um, but the ritual itself, you just get like a little cloth that you like a little silk cloth and a bowl of water and a bowl of salt. And you cast your little circle around this mat like you do just a little safety circle and you there's a little incantation to call in your dragon guardian and then you just sit in a meditation and the idea is that it will either talk to you um, telepathically in the form of a thought that you know is not yours Mm -hmm. um, in sounds or visually behind your eyelids when you're Mm. in meditation Oh, um, a couple of the women that are taking my course now, um, she has like four with her now and they're like bothering her (laughs) in a good way.
0: What does that mean (laughs) to have a dragon bothering you? Uh, like
2: misplacing stuff. Like the crystals (gasps) are being moved and like the salt empty and (laughs) my dang uh, dragon (laughs) off his leash again. Exactly. It is like, they (laughs) could be they're very playful, uh, particularly dragon guardians, and dragon guardians are tasked with little dragon babies, I'll say for lack of a better word, <laughs> and they're the ones that like fit in the palm of your hand that are like super playful and uh, mess with your pendulum readings and just are untamable.
0: <laughs> wow. Do you have names for them that you've come up with? I do, but I don't share them. Okay. Um,
2: Cool. And I actually ask my students not to either, unless their dragon like explicitly says they can, because dragon names are pretty sacred um, in their ranks. But yeah, it's, it's a definitely passion of mine. And it's something that like, I was afraid to quote unquote, come out of the closet with until like the past couple months. I'm like, oh my God, people are going to think I'm like totally lost it <laughs> or they're going to think it's great. And I hope they do.
1: So had you just recently co- come out as a dragon witch?
2: Yeah. Just recently in the teaching sense, like I've, I've always used it kind of as like a, a background theme. Um, but it's something that is like so sacred to me because I, it's just something that you're made fun of as a kid, you know, dragons aren't real. Like, what are you doing? Grow up, you know? And it wasn't until I had the confidence as a coach the past year and Mm teaching my clients how to be confident and I'm like well how can I teach them how to be confident when I'm like not even living my my truth (sighs) so a lot has shifted since then
0: (laughs) yeah totally (laughs)
1: understand that Mm -hmm.
0: it's funny you say yeah how they made fun of you for dragons not being real and they do the same thing about witches and witchcraft by saying that's not real and I feel like that's just another way of trying to hinder people's imagination and and magic within themselves Definitely. Definitely. It's, it's scary. What you can't control
2: is scary. And if people feel like you have too much power and dragons are really powerful, there's really no way around it. And mm. I tell all of my clients, it, it, if you have a dragon guardian and a dragon co-magician, which are different, but both in the same interchangeably in the same, um, it magnifies your powers and your abilities times three at least.
1: Ooh! And, wow! Yeah, because they're so powerful. They're the so dragon. powerful,
2: and they're so on your side. When they're with you, they're with you.
1: I'm like, why would anyone not want a dragon? Now I fucking want a dragon. <laughs> I'm like, I I need a drag. I need three dragons right now. Like, I need I need assistance <laughs>
0: instead of getting a pet. <laughs> yeah, I, I, seriously.
2: Like it's it's, and I get to the questions like, do they appear in the physical realm? Uh, mine has twice. What was that like?
1: Can you share that?
2: Yeah. It's really, um, alarming. Like it's really alarming. You think it's going to be like, you're like, Oh God, I'd love to see a dragon. Like, no, you wouldn't (laughs) really. (laughs) I mean, I love my dragon. I've had him my whole entire life, but you don't expect it. Right. Mm -hmm. Your um, your right and left brain can't digest what it feels like, like as a human being. And so it was just really, really intense. It was like what I would think coming on a bear would be like in the forest or something like that. Like I knew him, like I knew my dragon, but seeing him with my eyeballs (laughs) was a completely different experience.
0: Where did you see him?
2: In the woods when Mm -hmm. we were in Mount Shasta
1: oh wait my man oh my god hold on I feel like I need to go get what he brought me from Mount Shasta a couple days ago well like Teddy this is insane and also by the way my nickname for him is Teddy oh, oh awesome <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's a lot happening I know, synchronicities lately
2: I know it's really happening like crazy
1: it gets even better shit <laughs> okay so all these synchronicities oh, right now, Beautiful. I gave him this quartz to take onto Mount Shasta to like protect him and tap into the earth energy. And you brought up that your first thing was quartz that you like harvested. Yep. For those that don't know, Mount Shasta is considered the root chakra of the earth. and It's a, and huge, it's a vortex. huge Yeah. And huge mountain. It's 14,000, <laughs> it's over 14,000 feet high. And my man recently went to climb it and he brought me back two things he brought me this uh rock from the highest point he made it to like slate
0: that it does
1: yeah and it looks like a mountain Mm -hmm. and then he brought me back a piece of volcanic rock because mount Mm. shasta is also an active volcano (laughs) and (laughs) anyways the fact that your name is teddy and his is teddy because he's my bear i have like this bear he gave me um so i also just call him teddy and this is all just coming together right now
2: and I just mentioned a bear. I just described yes. my dragon <laughs> seeing a bear. Well, you know, and to Rachel, like I've actually thought that about you since I first saw you guys that you had a dragon with you.
1: Okay. You just, you just have that I mean,
2: way about you.
1: Oh and, shit. And I was going to ask. So, wow. Okay. Do you see yeah. what her dragon looks like? Do you see I that? Can't. I can't. Okay. I could tap into it,
2: but um, not right. Not right now, but but it's like a I sense you get. Yeah, it's a sense I get about people like immediately. And it's something when people reach out to me to sign up for my course too, like I'll know if like what their intentions are. Mm. And um I'll know like I feel like Leah has like fairies. (laughs)
0: Wow. I could so see that. (laughs) I was gonna say I think I have little baby dragons. Like my little softer, I think. (laughs) A little
2: playful, yeah. yeah. Like you have a little more of a playful energy around you
0: (laughs) that's so cool that you see that I think I'm able to see that but I didn't have like the frame of reference or the words for it but now that you say it I'm like totally going to try to tap into that
2: well and it's kind of like what I was telling you how the dragons communicate they communicate via telepathy and so it's more like my dragons telling me that there's one with you than me Mm -hmm. actually sensing it and so that's kind of what it feels like
0: and you mentioned dragon ranks what does that mean that means
2: that let me start. Um, there's the little baby dragons that are untamable and wild that are still not babies they're still anywhere from like zero to two hundred fifty years old they're not mm. babies because time and space doesn't work in the other realms like it does here mm-hmm. and guardian dragons are typically typically but this can differ this can be different are um, like two fifty to five hundred years old and the elder dragons or co-magician dragons are anywhere above that. Cool. Um, a woman that is in the apprenticeship right now, her dra- her guardian dragon is, um, nearly a thousand years old. And that's possible because dragons, it's likely that if you have one, it's been with you for lifetimes.
1: Oh, that's and
2: so cool. It's really powerful. Like they know you mm. and they're just waiting for you to know them again. And so the elder dragons don't really mess with humans. They don't really teach humans because they've seen what humans do and they're a little more distrustful. Guardian dragons are the ones that are a little more trusting and a little more teaching and have their arms open a little more, so to speak.
1: So, wait, if elder dragons don't help humans, what do they help or who do they help? They help the guardian dragons. Ah,
2: okay. yeah. It's, that's what the ranks are. So it's like oh. the elders, it's kind of a, oh God, have you seen charmed? <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like, that's the only thing I can ex- describe it to you. Like the elders. And then you have the white lighters who are helping the witches. Gotcha. So it's gotcha. kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so if anybody listening can visualize that it's the same thing The guardian dragons are your little white lighters
0: is like dragon magic considered white light magic, or is there darkness to it as well?
2: Um, all earthly dragons that work with humans only work with humans whose magic is for the greater good. There are dragons in other dimensions, um, and we can actually differentiate between like reptilian humanoids and dragons if you want to, because there's a difference. Um, if reptilian you guys are
1: humanoids?
2: Yeah, I get a lot of, you got, you got, <laughs> lizard. I get people? a lot of questions. Yes, I get a lot of questions about this because um, I right love now, it. Right now, there's like a war going on on Earth between the reptilian humanoids from the constellation Draco and humans.
1: Have you seen They Live? (laughs) No, I have not.
2: Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You have to. It's uh, really like cheesy 80 movies, but with such a good premise. But it's like the lead actor is a wrestler, like a pro wrestler who's never acted. So there's like ridiculous fight scenes for no reason. But the premise is... Is awesome, and it's that there's these glasses, and you put them on, and you can see the real meaning behind things. It's where the obey campaign comes from. Whoa! Because he okay. puts these glasses on, and then he looks at like a billboard, and it's like obey. Whoa! And another billboard's like consume. Wow! And a lot of them say don't think, no thinking, go back to oh, sleep, yeah, numb yourself. Like the messages behind everything in the world, you can see when you put these on.
2: Wow. And
1: yeah, and <laughs> it turns out there's a conservative news station that's run by aliens that's like yeah, okay. um, trying to take over humans. Well, There's rumors yeah.
0: that the the person who is currently inhabiting the White House is a lizard person. That is, um, so, <laughs> I so, believe
1: it.
2: <laughs> so is the Queen of England. And oh shit! I've heard <laughs> yeah. that too. Yeah, the whole royal family, in fact. But like, and. And I know this for a fact from my dragon and the dragon race. Like that is not like a... Oh, how do you sit
1: with this information? Like, <laughs> like what do you... Because people Just think you're trusting. crazy. Like, yeah. do, the, do the dragons help you on how to like... Are, they, are the dragons trying to help you change this? They're trying to help me. Un- they're trying to help me
2: um, get people to understand that working with the light dragons and the good dragons will only help. So that's why I brought up the differentiation because um, dragons, the dragon race is from the constellation Draco. And so there's a lot of propaganda saying, well, dragons are bad because reptilian humanoids are bad. But just because they're from the same constellation, that's a big constellation. They're not the same thing. It's light and dark, Mm. just like everything else. It's like saying all humans are bad because they're from Earth. Mm. and so that's what the dragons that i work with are trying to do is get people to work with them because dragon power on your side will magnify the light on the earth
0: Mm. what is it that these uh, reptilian humanoids what do they want that makes them different from earthly let's say quote good humans um complete
2: domination
1: I thought um, power. Yeah. Yep. yeah that's, that's you guys, you have to see they live. <laughs> I will watch it. <laughs> it's like yeah, exactly this. And dude, there was another golden quote. You'll see why that's a pun in a second. But um they're talking it's a it's it's about race issues as well. And it's a, a black man and a white man talking and the white man is like i i trust the system if i if i work hard and i treat people with respect i'm going to i'm going to move forward and move up of course and then the black man's like yeah yeah and then the white guy's like you know the golden rule mm-hmm. and the black guy's like I know that rule. He who has the gold makes the rules. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And I was like, "Yeah." this is to all the all lives matter people. This is to the people who are like, I I grew up respecting everyone. I'm going to treat everyone Uh, equally. It's like, no, he who has the gold makes the rules. That's the golden rule. Yeah.
2: And (laughs) it's, gosh, I know we don't really, we, we can get into that if you want to, we don't have to, but I had the same with this whole situation. It's like, no, all lives don't matter until every life matters. Right. Yeah. That's the difference that people and right are. Right now, getting. there's clearly
0: a group of people that, yeah, that's not yeah. the reality. So, Oof. But, okay, uh, so then how do we take down the lizard people? <laughs> how do we smash the patriarchy and the lizard patriarchy?
2: It's, it's ultimately the same thing.
0: Um, well, exactly.
2: I figure. Yeah. And it's honestly the higher mission and the higher purpose is just that through over time, the light will win mm. that it seems really bad. But if you just hold your light and the people that know their light, all you can do is just hold it. Mm. There's nothing you can actively do really at this point, And that sucks, but there's nothing that we can do. Like no protests in the world are going to change what's actually happening. I mean, it can change how people feel and that matters but it's not going to change the higher ups until there's a big shift in actual light and darkness.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: I do. Like I've been trying to remind myself that the truth always comes out. It does with all things, you know, it eventually. It does. And it will. And it's, it's
2: one of those things. Do you, have you guys seen men in black?
0: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> For
2: you, know, sure. you know, when they're reading the tabloids, like it's fact. Mm. like that's that's how they're getting the alien news Mm. in the the very beginning or the very end or something like they're like oh no you check the tabloids for what's actually happening Mm -hmm. like that's (laughs) kind of how it is right now like you got to check like the underbelly weirdness for like what's actually going down in the etheric realms like
0: okay so speaking of other realms let's talk about astral projection
1: yes oh yeah okay and this is also
0: something you teach it is something I teach
2: and it's actually a free masterclass. Totally. Oh,
1: free. I want to know more.
2: Yeah. It's on my website. Like it's, um, actually on Wednesday. Um, I don't know if this will be out by then, but, uh, it'll be up on my Instagram. So, okay. um, I will have up on my Instagram at that time, a free little masterclass that highlights the three days. Um, basically astral projection is a forced intentional out of body experience, and so what that means is if you've ever had a near-death experience or you've ever been like, okay, good. No, not good. Not good.
1: <laughs> I, I raised my hand. That's what she's responding to. <laughs> not good. But yes, feeling, I've had an out-of-body experience dissociation. Exactly. That feeling
2: of being, com- seeing yourself. Ceiling. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that is... And I would like to also note that when trauma causes any out-of-body experiences, then it can be difficult to astral project because that means you have to tap back into that feeling. Mm, so totally relate. Yeah. If you have had a out-of-body experience from trauma and you want to astral project, please reach out to me before you take the course um, because I also teach shadow work and I have a couple of journaling activities you can do before mm. you do the course
1: love
2: um, that because yeah, it can be a little smart. scary yeah and I'm glad you guys I'm glad we brought that up because that's not <laughs> actually a disclaimer on my course so I <laughs> yeah <there>. yeah <laughs> totally it's, it's not like you'll it's not like you'll be harmed but you won't the chances of you succeeding are a little less mm-hmm. because of the mm-hmm. fear mm-hmm. but anyway so it's it's just an intentional out-of-body experience um through like really intense relaxation
1: mm. It's interesting that you can get there from really intense relaxation or really intense fear. I know. I know. <laughs> one, Whoa. one end or the other will yeah. force you out of your body. It's yeah. crazy, it is. but, I, it but is. I have experienced it now. Mm. So I'm like, that shit is real. Mm. Yeah. I'm glad. Like, I'm, I'm
2: happy that you've ex- felt it because it's yeah. hard to explain if like you haven't before. Right.
1: Well, and the listeners have heard about this closer to when the trauma happened, but, um, I actually was kind of hopeful that I would be able to astral project because I knew that I did in that moment. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, I, I can, I don't want to do it by that. Those means again, but I'd like to experience it in a positive way. Is
0: it possible to be astral projecting either when you're not trying or like longer than you planned? Like, can you be waking in an astral projection?
2: No. Um, Okay. No, because it requires you, it requires your body to be asleep. Because if your body's in a wakeful state, then your astral body isn't um, going to trust the situation is the best way I can kind of put it. Um, also, I want to make sure that everybody knows there is no, absolutely nothing bad can happen to you in the astral realm. You're not going to get severed from your body. You are not going to get taken by demons. You are not in danger at all. Like, don't watch movies that tell you who <laughs> you
0: are. Oh, that's good to hear. Yeah, you are totally safe. To mm-hmm. So, and so, what is that for listeners who haven't maybe experienced that? What is it like? It feels like, okay, so. Um, I actually have a recording
2: that I send to my students. That's not a recording I did. It's someone that I really, really love that does like a really great hour and 15 minute relaxation. Um, mm-hmm. But when you, have you ever been like in bed and you jerked yourself awake or like you're mm-hmm. falling out of bed? Mm-hmm. That's the very beginning of it. But your body <sighs> like panics and snaps your body back.
1: I've, mm-hmm. I've had that so much since <laughs> I was little. Oh, yeah. So okay. much.
2: That's the beginning. That's like, that's a good sign. So that means you're sensitive mm-hmm. already to it. Yeah. Mm. And but if you're in the focus mode, then what happens is you start to like vibrate. Um, your body like vibrates and tingles. And um the best way that I've been able to describe it to my students is it kind of to me, when I'm like coming out of my body is like a sunburn peel, like when I'm peeling mm. like a sunburn, like it's peeling like my astral body like out. Because Wait, I do this it. This really is when slow. you're coming out of it yes. or going okay. Yes. So um, oh. I have always used the method um, of astral projection where I see the silver cord. I visualize this silver cord coming out of my stomach, going up into the ethers. And I visualize that, let my body relax. And then I slowly reach my astral hands up to the cord and pull myself. Oh, out. like wow. into
0: heaven? Or? Or, well,
2: in, up out of the bed. Okay. And once you're out of the bed and sitting up and looking at yourself, then you can go anywhere.
0: Wow! That's so wow, cool. wow! Do you like wow, make a wow, sandwich wow. in the kitchen? <laughs>
2: <laughs> it be it's practical. less calories if your astral self <laughs> eats it. I was
1: about this. I've never even tried, but I am tonight. <laughs> oh my god! A BLT. Hey, <laughs> okay. Well, this is so interesting because I tried to nap today because I'm I'm sleep deprived right now, Uh, and I was like trying to stay calm because it's like it's it's crazy. My body is so tired, but my mind will not let me sleep. And it's partly due to the trauma, but, um, also the world right now. Mm -hmm. Um, but I started picturing, and I know this is because we were having you on the show and I was excited to talk to you, but I, (laughs) I just tapped into this visualization that I never did before Mm -hmm. where I was crawling into a cave, like a dragon and curling stop up it. with a fire. And I was like, I need to, I was like, just let me crawl into this cave. Like whatever exists out there, please let me crawl into this cave. I need to rest. Like, oh my God, stop it. In. You know that the
2: meditation, <laughs> you know, the meditation, no. the free meditation I give is into the dragon's mouth and it's visualizing into a dragon's cave.
1: <laughs> no, I didn't know that. Oh
2: my God. That's like my free meditation. Holy shit. Oh my God. Already another, did it. another synchronicity with <laughs> yes. Us. Oh my wow, God. That's yeah, You're crazy. Like, Gosh, I need to s- I'm going to send you this dragon guardian because I think you're going to get it like yeah. immediately. Ugh,
1: I need it too. I need it like now. <laughs> so <laughs> let's do this. I will. <laughs> I know. And I was so excited to talk to
2: you guys today. So you're probably just like tapping. There's just like dragon yeah. energy just yeah. like all over the place. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like flies <laughs> swatting <know>. at them. <laughs> I know, right? Do yeah. they ever like mess with you or like, I don't know, make your day bad? Or is it almost always? Uh, no. Good?
2: Okay. Yeah, no. Um, the, I've, I've met one malicious dragon in my whole time being with them, which cumulatively is like 12 years. Mm. Um, what was and that like? Could you tell That was us? actually, yeah, that was actually in the other world. So, mm. and what I mean by that is when I astral project, I astral project to them, you don't have to. You can do mm-hmm. it in a meditative sense. I astral project because I can ride my
0: dragon when I'm astral projecting. <gasps>
2: Not yeah.
0: when I, meditate. <laughs> I <laughs> love and that. Are you like, <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds so fun. Are you human? Like human riding human these
2: form. dragons? Yeah, okay. my 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 human form. Okay. Um, which I've tried to change and I can't, which is so frustrating. I'm <laughs> like, damn it, it. <laughs> elf body. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yes, yes, my human form is uh, is there. But the other world has these. It looks kind of like a bubble graph. Um, If you look at it on a piece of paper. So you have these different dimensions and the the middle world is where you kind of go from here directly. And it's kind of, if you visualize, it's got all these doors that portal you into other worlds, Mm, which is the mm -hmm. dragon, the fairy, the Akashic record realm. um, Mm. You can access from there too. But also down South is a uh, chaos world. So that's where like the chaos dragons live. That's where Like dragons that you see in movies like that are killing people and breathing fire and doing all that crazy stuff are kind of not imprisoned, but kind of that's where they just stay. Mm. They're not really allowed to go to earth Mm. because they have wreaked havoc in the past. So that's where they Mm. stay. Mm. But I was on my dragon at one time, one of our journeys, this is just like the past six months and went in, normally um, humans, human-realmed people are not allowed down there. So Mm -hmm. I was on his back when he went down there and I caught a glimpse of these dragons that I had never seen anything like it before. I mean, just black (sighs) and scary. And like, I felt for the first time unsafe, but that is like never a situation that you would normally be in. (laughs) Just to be clear. Mm -hmm. Do you know what they wanted or like nefarious somehow? Yeah. And I just think it's, they're actually labeled as chaos dragons. Um, so I think it's just kind of in their nature as light and dark rules, the universe, um, they just lean more towards the dark side.
0: When you analyze this after it happened, was that dark chaos? Is that like related to a dark chaos that's currently happening in your life? Is that usually what, how you analyze it afterwards? I normally do. Yeah. I mm. normally do like there, they're, and, and it did make sense at the time. Um, mm.
2: I was just, we were in a really weird position in California and I was feeling like unsafe. So it mm. makes sense as to why my dragon would have then picked up on that mm. and I would have been in an unsafe situation, but he knows me. And so I'm just reiterating that you can feel unsafe and your dragon's not going to take you into a dangerous mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. Um, that was just a lesson for me. And that's because I'm advanced with him and they know me and it's, it's, that's not going to happen mm-hmm. on a normal you're safe is what I'm trying
0: to say. It kind of reminds me of my, my bad acid trip and my ego death where like, you kind of have to just let it happen. And if you don't fight it, it's over faster and it's more enjoyable in a weird way. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Welcome your shadow. Um, I was going to ask, what do you, what other purposes do you use astral projection for? Like not making sandwiches, but <laughs> until tonight, <laughs> what else?
2: Okay, so astral projection, um, gosh, it you can learn your life's purpose, honestly, through astral projection because you can visit the Akashic realms, um, mm. the Akashic record realm. I mean, self-confidence in your day-to-day, like when you see yourself in an astral form and like know your connection to all the other beings on earth, um, overcoming fears and phobias Because being able to separate yourself from your body has such a deep trust in yourself Mm -hmm. that the self-confidence that it can instill is massive. Um, I always, I mean, when um, I experienced trauma in high school, that's when I stopped being able to for a while Mm -hmm. until I had to coach myself back into it. Like you have to face the fears before Mm -hmm. you can trust yourself enough to separate. Totally. And that's the only issue, that's the only thing with every single client of mine that has had a problem astral projecting. It's been some kind of fear. The mm-hmm. distrust
1: in self. Hmm. Well, that makes total sense. And then the crazy thing is, like, part of that distrust is actually your spiritual self already separate from your body, not actually being safe being here mm. because of trauma. Because, like, you know, when when the when the spirit self takes that exit route, like the fear exit route then you're afraid to come back in. Like I felt very disconnected from my body for months. Just so, I, didn't, I didn't look in the mirror for months. Didn't look at my face because it's like, you don't feel like you're in your body. So yeah. it's crazy that that also leads mm-hmm. to a fear of leaving your body again. <laughs> Cause it's like, you're not even in it to begin with right now.
2: Exactly, exactly. And I feel like with you specifically though, Rachel, is I feel like you have such a self-awareness that I feel like it wouldn't be as hard as you might feel like it is right now mm, because you like do that. have such a self-awareness and you have such a, uh, an awareness of your trauma that yes. I feel like you could get past it to understand a bigger picture of the
1: projection. I, I think you're totally right. And especially where I'm at in my therapy and EMDR, I'm like, I'm, I'm doing positive installation now where I where I actually do believe at least in my conscious brain that I'm safe. And that's like a huge uh, mile marker kind of that's incredible. That's yeah. really good to hear. Thank you. My therapist yeah. clapped for me. No, it <laughs> <That way>. feels <laughs> <A> therapist. <laughs> good therapist, but that feels really good.
0: <laughs> Such a performer.
1: <laughs> Finally, an audience. <laughs> <laughs> <I> missed it. <laughs> so true. Is
0: is trauma like really common in this work? The people who are attracted to it.
2: It is actually because the tendency to lean towards astral projection, people are actually looking to escape themselves. Right. So that's another thing that um, the reason when I did not have the astral projection course as free, I had it as a paid class. That's what I would tell people is the trauma that you've experienced. You cannot let it be the reason you escape. And if you succeed Mm -hmm. in astral projection, you can't escape through astral projection. Like, you're not winning when you're choosing mm-hmm. to run away from your life. It's meant to be used as a self tool, a tool for self-confidence and mm-hmm. momentum and self-love and exploration
0: and knowing and oneness. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. It reminds me of like, it's not a, like a drug addiction. Don't turn to it as like a Numbing. vice. Yeah. Exactly.
2: Right. An escape.
0: Yeah.
1: right. Yeah.
2: Cause it can be, I mean, it's, it's like intoxicating. Like, have you guys seen the movie A Wrinkle in Time?
1: yeah so long ago but yeah
2: it's like similar to that where you're like on these other planets and you're like why do I have to go back to earth it's so yeah it's so beautiful (laughs) right yeah Yeah. but it's like that's like you just have to remember like the your light that you hold here is so important Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: and it makes such a difference and that's Mm -hmm. why you're here Mm.
0: I love that. That is true. I, last night was July 4th and I was watching the fireworks from my boyfriend's roof. And I was like, I made a joke to him and I was like, "Uh, are you also as sad about this country as I am? (laughs) Like (laughs) lovingly looking at the fireworks. And he was like, it was a really like romantic moment. He was, we're both just like still looking off. And he was like, actually, no, I have a lot of hope. And I think that people are ultimately good. And I think we can come back from this. It's Mm. like... Oh, that's so what I needed to hear. That just reminded me just what you said, like the love so nice. and the hope yeah, yeah. and just like, it's those moments. I love my boyfriend. He's like so oh. positive and sweet. And I so need that because I can easily <laughs> dip into the dark. I hear you. Totally.
2: And, and, and honestly, like I recommend that movie, A Wrinkle in Time to anybody that's listening that like needs a little lift because Mm. the whole message of that movie is the light warriors like Mm. fighting the darkness and being a light warrior
0: Mm. and
2: if you just need a little lift I think it's on Netflix I'm not totally sure but I'm a big proponent of like watching that and feeling a little warmth in your body Mm -hmm. or how to train your dragon that's a good one too
0: (laughs) I love that movie I actually (laughs) haven't seen that but I feel like in your honor I should watch it. yeah
1: it's good it's It's a good movie very cute yeah.
0: And actually, actually it
2: portrays dragons pretty accurately. So <laughs> yeah. That's a I good wanna... point now that I think about it. Cause they are helpers in it. Yep. I want to yeah. talk to the, uh, the writer about that one day. Like, it's pretty, like, I feel like he's been there because it's pretty yeah. accurate.
1: Oh shit. <laughs> That's cool. That's awesome.
0: So what is your divination? Ah, uh, bibliomancy. What? I don't even know what, what that okay. is. <gasps> so.
2: It's when you use, let me get to my book. It's when you use a book that you really, really trust as a form of divination. That's my dog. Oh my God. Your dog is so cute. <laughs> 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 Her name's Noodle, like the spaghetti.
1: That's right. You told us about Noodle before. <laughs> oh, Yeah,
2: she's precious. Okay. So Women Who are Not the Wolves is like my Bible. I love this book so much. Awesome. I, uh, I studied Jungian psychology. So it's one of my favorite books in the whole world. Mm. So I use this book for bibliomancy, which is just you hold the book, um, you put the spine against the floor and you ask your question and then you kind of ruffle the pages and let it fall where it falls. And then you put your finger on a line and you divine from
0: there. We have done this, but we just didn't know that there was a word for it. <laughs> That's really a cool. Word for everything. That's yeah. so cool. <laughs> oh my gosh. So what Charlie? would you like to know? Ooh, I'm like should we do collective or like both of us
2: whatever you'd like dealer's
1: choice
0: I think that's us e- let's each, each. yeah okay. I'm feeling that
1: and I'm sure it will apply to listeners because yeah. it always seems to <sighs> um I know that I had some form of protection that day that I was attacked and I want to I want, I want to know if that was a dragon. Mm. Uh. Can't do this with a Kindle. (laughs) What is is it? (laughs) Absolutely. Okay,
2: and this is actually—I turned to the La Selva Subterranea story. It's actually on page four twenty. Oh, <laughs> oh speaking of my
1: dragon, just for that, I'll take a hit. Okay, <laughs> yeah, tell so me more.
2: I, my finger immediately went to the devil and the representation, and the devil is also a symbol of the dragon. Oh so just to be clear. my gosh! Amazing, so absolutely.
1: You know when I was telling you how I was begging the universe to let me nap. And I was picturing crawling into the cave. I was begging. I was like, you know what? I'm so tired. I will beg a God. I will beg a devil. And I was like, <laughs> I was like oh, I like begging the devil. I've never done this before. Yeah. So it's crazy like- that like, I was thinking of a devil too, in that vision.
2: Yeah, this is really good because I feel like you have got a like badass dragon with you. I'm not sure if you can curse on this. I'm sorry if you can.
1: Oh, hell yeah. Hell <laughs> okay. yeah, you can. <laughs>
2: <laughs> because that is a, uh, the devil is not dark. Just to be clear, we, we, we all know tarot cards. It's yeah. very similar to Yeah. That. So it's the life-giving aspect. So mm. absolutely, you have a dragon with you and absolutely the dragon was there with you.
1: <sighs> that is so cool. I yeah, feel... I'm sending you that uh, ritual. Like,
0: okay.
2: ASAP.
0: Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. Um, I would like to know just what do I need to know? Okay. Okay.
2: All right. The dual nature of women.
0: Gemini, Gemini, I'm literally wearing (laughs) wearing (laughs) jeans that have happy face and sad face for Gemini. They're Gemini jeans. Oh
2: my God. Okay, go on. Let me read you, let me read you the paragraph. With folk stories as with dreams, we can understand their content subjectively, all the symbols portraying aspects of a single person's psyche, but we can also understand tales objectively as they relate to conditions and relations in the outer world. So here we talk about the unraveling of secrets of women. So for me, what I, what that represents to me is that there could be a little bit of shadow work to be done in your duality. Mm. That's what comes to mind immediately. So bridging your duality. I think a lot of your power comes from bridging Mm. yourself together.
1: Oh, that is insanely accurate. Like (laughs) like, this is crazy. Yeah. This book like never lies. It's the best thing in the whole world. (gasps) Thank you so much for the reading. You're so welcome. How do you feel about it, Leah? Oh, good. I'm just like still processing
0: it. You said bridging and I'm like, I'm bridging so many things in my life right now, like witchiness with my like art and comedy career. And Mm -hmm. then I'm bridging like keeping my family while also standing in my values. And what does that look like? And what does that feel like? And like... Just just, and some bridges are being burned, and Uh some bridges are being built back up again. With some people, you know, it's just like yeah. And and I do think I have been putting off journaling, and I think this was a nice reminder that I need to do that. So Mm -hmm. I actually have a
2: great journaling technique. If you guys would like to hear it, yes. And this is actually Rachel. Good for you, I think too. Good for everybody listening. Mm -hmm. Um, Take a journal. It has to be handwritten. Take a journal. And write your name, equals, and let your subconscious dump. Because what that equal sign does is it bridges your left and right brain. So, and do this for every, every, don't do Rachel equals and then like continue on. Do Rachel equals something, Rachel equals something.
0: Got it. (gasps) Because it's like logic, like math, but it's also self-worth yep, exactly. work
1: subconscious <laughs> exactly like, emotion so,
2: and don't judge what comes up like it could be nasty like don't judge it just, just write it, it yep let it come That's... out for me I do it I'll do it until I get to the good juicy stuff mm. like I and I tell all my clients this to like do it until you're like oh yes okay I feel better like don't stop in the gross stuff keep going until you mm-hmm. get to something good where you're feeling good about yourself or good about life in general, but don't mm-hmm. stop in the gross. Just keep pushing. Wow. But and I think then especially for Gemini, that'll help you. A lot.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then do you do this like every day or do you review it each time? I do it every day.
2: Oh, wow. wow. Sometimes it's just like three or four equal signs if I'm just like not feeling it. But okay. if I'm having like a compl- complicated day, like it could be like two pages. Like I'm just like, cannot get to like the
0: (laughs) good right I mean that makes sense I'm gonna do that tonight while I'm watching how to train your dragon (laughs) 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 that's (laughs)
1: That's so funny
0: amazing thank you for the what was it bibliomancy
2: bibliomancy Bibliomancy.
0: cool I learned a new word today. <laughs> Ew.
1: And too, if
2: you also want to feel fancy, you can say uh, you're, you do necromancy because technically necromancy just means talking to the dead, not right. rising the dead. Oh, so able, well, I practice necromancy, be afraid, but really all you're doing is talking to spirits.
0: <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I feel like people might confuse it with necrophilia, which is oh, really yeah. why my get oh. <laughs> Very different. <laughs> Very different. Necromancy. Feeling fancy with Biblio <laughs> <laughs> Um, Shall
1: we plug, plug it in? Where can listeners find all these good things you're offering?
2: Yes. Okay. So I have my Instagram handle is witchtastica. So witch and then T-A-S-T-I-C-A. And that's also my website. And those are just the best ways to access me. I'm primarily through Instagram and my websites on my Instagram. I'm pretty easy to get to. So, oh yeah. All information age. Yeah. Right. And my dragon apprenticeship program just started and it's still open for enrollment. Um, So if anyone's interested, the point of that is just to get to know your dragon, get to know the other worlds and like get super intimate with all that juicy manifestation stuff.
0: Amazing. I love it. And we end every episode with a basic blessing. This is something we're each grateful for today. (sighs)
1: So many things. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I want to do a few. I'm grateful that my brother texted me a nice quote today that lifted my spirits. He said, people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world usually do. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That was really helpful. I'm grateful to the dragon that was protecting me and I'm grateful. I'm really grateful for your time today, Teddy, and you sharing with us. I was really looking forward to it and you did not disappoint.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy to hear that. I will go. Um, obviously I'm extremely grateful for you too. Um, this is all I've been thinking about for like a week. You guys are two of the strongest women I've ever been around <laughs> And And I'm so grateful for, gosh, fresh air. I'm right by the beach. I mean, Mm -hmm. people are so nice where I live. I'm so grateful for social media where I can connect with people like you and other Mm -hmm. people who want to know dragons and can. And so cool. So grateful.
0: Oh, beautiful. Uh, Amazing. Um, I'm grateful for Scrabble. A little, like thing that, well, since the trauma Mm -hmm. and pandemic, my boyfriend and I have just played so much Scrabble and I didn't know that I loved it so much. And now we just wake up and immediately play Scrabble over coffee. And (laughs) I love it. It's so relaxing. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Who knew I would love Scrabble? I'm
2: inspired now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny because my partner and I ended up doing the same thing after the trauma. I think because we both, we all, the whole four of us, had to like lock down for a while to heal. It's and an escape. It, yeah. It's like, um. well, it's a, you focus. It's therapeutic. Yeah. Yeah. I can see focus that. focus and create and, and try to, to give, give your, your brain a break for a second. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Focusing on that helps you not focus on the hurt for a little bit. It's a needed break. Yeah. Exactly. I will double vouch that. Yes. <laughs> Scrabble for <laughs> healing trauma. <laughs> <Hashtags>. It works. <laughs> Scrabble, can you sponsor this
0: episode,
1: please? <laughs> Teddy, you are the best. Yeah, I wanted this to go on even longer, but we do have I to know, be I'm, so, I'm so happy. I'm so <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk again soon. This was just so nice. Oh, please.
2: Yeah, we could definitely do a second Dragon installment. there's so much to talk about. <laughs> Hell yeah. I love it. <laughs>
0: Witches, this show is made possible by listeners like you who contribute on our Patreon.
1: If you want to join the Basic Witches Coven, become a patron. And as a thank you for your support, we'll give you all kinds of witchy goodness, like card readings and custom art. We'll see you in the coven. Hexo, Hexo, Basic Basic Witches. (laughs) Mmm, m m Which is pimp, op, op, above op, above above pimp, above pimp, basic pimp, yeah. basic pimp, 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 pimp Basic. Witches. <laughs> <laughs>